Hey everyone, do you like watching TV? Of course you do. It's a pandemic. Welcome to our quarantine podcast, Lily Gang Watches TV. We're watching Gossip Girl because I'm a sucker for going inside the lives of the scandalous elite. We'll recap the episodes in two parts and talk about what stood out to us most. We also talk about who we love and hate. And why it's always everyone hating Chuck. So get ready for this week's episode. Episode six, The Handmaiden's Tale. Dan is torn between two girls when his childhood friend Vanessa returns home. Ooh, childhood friend Vanessa. Scandal. Dan. Chuck is back. And his apology to me for leaving me for an entire episode is that every time he was shown, his collars were down. I'm really proud of him. My little Chuck is growing up. <laughs> He's going to piss me off in the second half. But for now, I appreciate his effort. Pop That's my recap. Collars. That's your recap. That's my recap. I mean, other things happened. There were people doing things in places, but like Chuck's collars were down. We're good. Would you like me to elaborate on the other people doing things in other places? Like what they were doing around Chuck while his collars were down? The things that happened around the Chuck son. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. I couldn't pay attention to anything because gravity was extra strong in his collars this episode. Got you. And I just, how do you look away from that? He wore his shirts properly. He dressed himself correctly but he was wearing a pink argyle sweater with a yellow striped i mean button up underneath you know what it wasn't that basketball outfit that he wore Look, nobody's so perfect the collar was down you're exactly. right we'll take it that's progress all right so liz what was everybody else up to so the episode starts off with jenny running a shit ton of errands for blair for this masquerade party that is happening um and she gets to borrow this bracelet from a jeweler she's super excited we find out Blair has set up a scavenger hunt for Nate and she's gonna have various ladies giving Nate clues and eventually it will end with sex um and she wants Serena to be one of the people giving him the clues in fact the last clue because she trusts her which is kind of weird um Serena knows that Dan doesn't really want to go, but she kind of wants to invite him anyway. And then, voila, this girl Vanessa shows up, whom we have never met, but apparently she and Dan were BFFs back in the day. She has returned. Dan has this awkward moment where Serena hears a voice in the background. It's Vanessa. He says, oh, that's just my sister. But then Jenny walks into Blair's room where Serena is. And it's very clearly not his sister on the phone with Dan. And Serena does not invite him to the party. Um, Nate's dad is really stressed out. Nate tries to look around the house to figure out what's going on. Finds white powder, which I assume is cocaine. But I'm not perfect. It could be something else. Um, Rufus talks to Vanessa for a little bit. We find out that Dan said some things right before Vanessa mysteriously left um, and that she broke his heart. 
Nate shows up at Serena's upset because he couldn't reach Blair and needed someone to talk to. Serena's mom shows up at the masquerade thing with Rufus and we get to meet Chuck Bass's dad whose name is Bart. Bart Bass. Um, Dan lies to Vanessa and says he has a paper to do but he's really going to the masquerade thing because of something he saw on Gossip Girl and Vanessa gets Jenny into the masquerade thing even after Blair was a total bitch and said she couldn't go. Cinderella and her for real. So now we're at the masquerade thing. So many bass men in this episode after none in the last. Um, side note, I think we have met the dad before because I think I did know that she was, that Lily was stripping him. But I just forgot I because I'm obsessed with her stripping Rusus. Rufus. Rusus. 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 So, this scavenger hunt. I'm glad that Blair wants to show Serena, like, hey, I forgive you and I trust you. You should be the lady, one of the ladies that I have, but also you should be the last one before he gets to me. Like, my notes say, Serena should not be a lady. And then I couldn't help myself and put tee hee 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 afterwards because of how I worked. But that's like, it's such a bad idea because it just takes Nate lingering for an extra 10 seconds and Blair's going to lose her mind. Well, mm-hmm. and also if he doesn't know that the scavenger hunt was from Blair in the first place, I don't remember who was giving the, isn't it Jenny's giving the first clue? So like if he doesn't know who the scavenger hunt is from the first place if serena's last what if he thinks she's the prize at the end of the scavenger hunt yeah that was my note on that but also i have always wanted to do a scavenger hunt like that and i have so then that was that was my other question have you guys ever done a scavenger hunt for someone no not like that i did an easter egg hunt for my family one time i meant more in a romantic (laughs) Uh, in, no. <laughs> in high school once my mom made I can't remember what birthday it was I'm gonna go with 17 or 18 because I could drive and she made my friends and I like an around our hometown scavenger hunt and we just kind of like drove around taking pictures but other than that, the only scavenger hunt that involved getting clues like that was like a sorority thing, like a bonding activity, not a hazing activity. So you were in a sorority? I was. Blair clearly needed Jenny's help because she has this elaborate scavenger hunt planned to the point that she changes her voicemail message. I'm pretty sure my voicemail message is still my 16 year old self saying hey leave a message yeah i have literally i set up my voicemail and i haven't changed it since nope i can't even be positive that mine says anything besides my number like i don't i mean i've set it up once forever ago and i think every time i get a new phone i don't do anything so if it carries over then yeah it like you said it's like 18 year old me being like you've reached my phone 
I'm going to call you on our next break and perfect, like ignore me because I want to be able to report back to you what your voicemail says. Editor Blake here. Nikki did call my phone. It's an automated message. I have since changed it. <laughs> yeah, I can't. She changed it. Like, oh, I'm not answering because I'm getting ready I'm for the masquerade ball. ball. Which, by I the way. I wrote that down too. She changed her voicemail. Yeah. But, but so this is probably just me, but I always thought mask, like when I think of a masquerade ball, like I think of like Versailles, like I think of like French and then the theme is Moroccan or like a night in Tangiers. So I'm kind of just like, I thought those were two separate events. Oh, are they? Blair's mom's event is different than the masquerade. That's what I thought. The adults are at the Moroccan mm, theme That party. would explain none of the adults having a mask on. Yeah, yeah and um, the, the masquerade thing, I think, is taking place at a bigger venue. It looked like a bigger room. Mm-hmm. Oh, whereas... Not like the Waldorf, like, entryway. Mama Blair is, yeah, at yeah. their house. Okay. Well, that clears a lot up for me. <laughs> the scavenger hunt is a really cute idea I'm wondering about Nate's IQ though because he apparently needs to go through this entire scavenger hunt of finding multiple people to get to Blair who has already left a clue for him that he she's going to be the one that he finds in her voicemail message and yet Dan walks in and within 20 seconds can find Serena but Nate, who's been dating Blair for years, is going to need all these clues to find out which one's Blair. I well, have some problem with that. Also, well, and yeah, and I was, I wrote that, that down, was that Jenny looked completely unrecognizable in her getup. Like I could, she was wearing yellow. So at first I thought when Dan saw Serena, he was really seeing Jenny. And I was like, well, this is about to get awkward. Um, but then Blair and Dan look exactly like who they are. Like I couldn't recognize Serena until they like really focused on her. And Jenny, and even though I knew it was Jenny, I was like, wow, no one's going to know that's Jenny. And then they like casually panned by Blair. And I was like, well, there's Blair. Yeah. It's, it's so, like the right. I, Like the mask doesn't do much. See, cool. I think it's really funny that they're all like, oh, well, no one's going to know it's you. But the mask is like, they're those little masquerade masks where you can still see like most of the face. It's like you're wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Well, like, I think for some people, it might depend on what part of their face is the most distinguishable. Like, I think maybe the reason, That's I mean, true. well, first of all, I knew it was Dan, but I, he really stands out because you can see his eyes. And so like, maybe that's his most distinguishable feature. Cause if you, if you've ever done those things on Buzzfeed and it's all the people who've played Batman and all you see is like their mouth and ch- I mean, I know the Batman mask covers a lot more of your face, but like the eyes stick out. If you're just looking at someone's like mouth and chin, like you can't really, um, who it is like I couldn't decipher I've seen all the Batman movies and I got some wrong so I think on to to eventually get to my point about your point some people I think <laughs> will um 
be indistinguishable and some people depending on where their identifying features are. No, no, no. That's so I agree. That mm -hmm. part of the mask would hide a face, but if it's someone that you've been dating for years and you've known a good chunk oh, of your yeah. life, no offense, you guys can have the greatest mask ever at a masquerade. I'm gonna know it's you. Yeah. So like right, because you also is, would know them physically too. Like, you know yeah. what their body looks like, like how, how their body moves. Their body and how they yeah. walk. So my point is that Nate needs to go through the scavenger hunt of multiple people to find his girlfriend where that he's been dating for years and has known for a long time. Whereas Dan walks in and uh, I mean, he's had a crush on Serena, so he knows what she looks like. And you know, apparently he's a stalker and traps people in boxes and whatnot, but he, he immediately walks in and is like, so that one's Serena. Like, what does that say about Nate's IQ if he can't identify his own girlfriend? Well, is, is it his IQ? Is he like, is she sending him on the scavenger hunt like, so he's not at the ball. Like, he maybe, maybe the clues are other places. Or maybe she's, like, hiding until he gets to her or... Well, because, yeah, if the prize is sex, maybe she's up in a room somewhere and he has to get to that would room. be awkward if they did that in the middle of the masquerade ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one would know it's them they're wearing masks. <laughs> 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 But um, but I've always wanted to uh, go to a masquerade. I didn't know that you needed handmaids, though. Is that? I don't think that's a thing. I think that's a Blair thing. It's just a Blair thing. It makes a lot Blair of sense. Just, that would just not a bitch, and she likes to have handmaids because then she can make Jenny do servant-like stuff. Mm -hmm. So all this time, when Gossip Girl refers to her as B, it's not really B for Blair. It's just B for bitch because every episode she has a really bitchy move or comment that she makes. They just need to rename the character. Just, well, maybe that's why they named her Blair because then it was easy to make the connection. Yeah. Um, also, I think that um, Chase Crawford, Nate, I think he looks like Ian Somerhalder, um, Damon from... Vampire Diaries. He had this moment on the stairs when his parents were, I don't know, doing whatever his parents were doing, and like they just kind of showed his eyes and the like way the his eyes. Of the hair. Yeah. So you know, if Ian Somerhalder and Chase Crawford went to a masquerade ball, and all you could see were their eyes, I might get confused. If Ian Somerhalder were blonder, yes, I could see yeah. that. Valid. Right. They yeah. wore wigs and masks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to see if Vanessa is going to run into Dan. Oh, as soon as she started saying to Jenny the whole, well, if you want to go, you can just go. I was like, oh, she's going to bust him in his lie. That's not the paper he's working on. Also, how very Dawson's Creek that she entered through his window. I know. Do you think they were like Joey and Dawson? Do you think she had sleepovers there all the time? Also, I mean, it she sounds only like left a, was, a year ago and like it's pretty comfortable with Rufus. I mean, she walked out after not having seen him for a year and was like, hey, Rufus, what's for breakfast or whatever she said. I mean, I, she did tell Rufus to use Dan's window. Yeah. I'm having a hard time with Vanessa. And I think it's because I love Dan so hard. Like I love him, team Dan always we know this about me 
So it's like he's being mature about the whole situation with the ball and he's just being the wonderful human that he is. So as soon as I hear that his friend Vanessa is there, I'm like, oh, well, that's a whore's name if I've ever heard one. And then I immediately started thinking about the Little Mermaid. And isn't that the name <laughs> of her town? Vanessa Ur is Ursula's human name. And she's trying to manipulate and steal Prince Eric. Like that is, that's the immediate connection. Like I'm How so did I not know that? That is like my first note, Vanessa hyphen, <laughs> Ursula's human movie. name. How did I not know that? I've seen that movie a good trillion, that's not a number, a, a lot of times. <laughs> ah, I was like- And she's gorgeous, just like okay. Vanessa. I want to not like her, but yes, yeah, she has very pretty eyes. Her eyes reminded me of that little girl on Time Magazine years ago, where it was like the photo of the year. Maybe the little girl from Afghanistan, one of those places, and she had like these really in-depth eyes. I'm gonna find you this picture, I'm gonna send it to you. It's I know the picture, I know the picture. But Put, it, put I am, it on the gram. I am reacting to the phrasing of it, how you're like gushing about these eyes. They remind me of this little girl years ago. <laughs> so all of the girl I once knew. <laughs> no, but like that from her eyes reminded me of that photo that was on the, the cover of Time Magazine. It, they're very bright. Exactly it's the like, photo um, I, yes, I agree. Better phrasing. They Is stand the out against her phrasing? her skin. Like it's like Michael Ely. Ooh. The bright blue eyes and the dark skin. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I feel like everything Vanessa says and does, I just was uh, like I just from the start have been not wanting to like her because she's gonna I don't know, maybe I just sensed already that she hurt she my did heart break Dan's heart. You know, and yeah, I, and I she's only been gone for a year and like the weird disconnect between them seemed like and the whole intro of the childhood friend like I just assumed they hadn't seen each other since they were like 10. Okay yeah. but to be fair in high school a year is a long time. True especially if you haven't spoken to the person the whole time. Yes this is true. Um, the what they keep alluding to what he said he totally confessed his love for her. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like Rufus, her. <laughs> Rufus was trying to help and be like, you know, you really upset him. But I feel like he inadvertently is going to kind of push Vanessa to confess her love back for him. And that's just not going to be reciprocated at this point. When Rufus was talking to her, I felt like, ooh, buddy, no, 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 you're not, you're not helping. I feel like when she was talking to Dan, she said something that alluded to like, it was kind of like an, I wasn't ready for your words then, but I'm ready for them now kind of a conversation. Like now that I've been away from you, I realize what I miss. And yeah, or like whatever. Well, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah, whatever caused her to go away, like made her grow up faster than she needed to maybe. I get it. She I don't like how cavalier she is with Rufus, though, and just like that whole family. She's just—I don't know. Well, because I mean, if she's been around a long time, maybe. I get that, but I could see where after being back for a couple days, maybe jumping back into that. Mm. But from right, like you said, right away walking in and just being like, yeah. "Rufus, what's for breakfast?" 
I would be uncomfortable. Yeah, because I hadn't talked to those people in forever. Exactly. I mean, then, I'm comfortable with your parents and I would talk with them, but I would never just walk into their kitchen and be like, what are you making me? What's for breakfast? What's for breakfast? No. Um, Dan, when he says it's like, I get why he said it was his sister on the phone, right? Like, cause it's just easier in that moment. Cause especially cause he was waiting for Serena to invite him to the ball. And he was like, sort of starting to get excited to go to it. And, but like, but why, but also why, like, why wouldn't he just be like, oh, it's, there's someone here. Like you could just say there's someone here. Or just say, it's a neighbor. It's someone talking to my dad. Why would he say his sister who he knew was out running errands for Blair? Well, even if he didn't know that, I mean, the the words that Serena would have heard are, I miss Rufus's cooking. So like, why would that have been his sister anyway? And then later he does a similar, like, so easy to catch yourself in lie to Vanessa. And I wrote down, he lies like I do terribly. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was definitely unnecessary. It was a very unnecessary lie. It would have been very easy to explain away. Oh my goodness, a friend of mine just popped back over, a neighbor or something like that. Or even there, oh, there's someone in the kitchen. Like you don't even need to say, like you don't even need to clarify. Like, oh, there's someone in the kitchen. She's like, if oh, who's was that? Serena, oh, it's someone in the kitchen talking to my dad. Like if I was Serena, I would have called him out as soon as Jenny showed up. I would have been like, oh, hey, Jenny. Wait, Dan, you have more than one sister? Like I would have immediately called him out. Jenny has a twin. Yeah, to, to be like, how many sisters do you or have? Even call him out, but to be like, oh, okay, yeah, Jenny, you can put that down there. Great to see you. I would have said something, but that's also yeah. I would have said something too. I probably that. along the lines of, well, your sister just walked in the room, so. So now I would really like to know who you were talking to. Yeah. Dot dot dot. So I get her being upset that clearly he lied to her, and I get her changing her mind in that moment and not wanting to invite him. I, I can support that. But then to immediately make a comment about needing a date, no. Although Did you notice that guy's screen name, the guy that she eventually ended up going with, his like handle, his screen name was like rich kid 47 or like rich guy. It or was something. like rich boy four. <laughs> yeah. I, I wrote down, what is this? Some sort of like rich kid Tinder? Like I need a date to a fancy event? Like <sighs> That was just... And I mean, I was very opposed to her being like, well, I, again, she's not going to invite him. That's fine. But then to be like, well, now I need a date. But apparently her mom is all on board because the best parental advice I've ever heard in my life is, oh, you should be playing the field at your age. Cool. Mother but, of the year. But also, is Great. she old enough to be playing the field? I'd have to like, look into some I can see Lily not wanting her to be like, bogged down in a serious relationship because she's young but the phrasing of playing the field feels like an 18 plus kind of a like you don't want your 16 year old daughter playing the field but also when so she started wild the conversation oats. it was the whole oh are you is dan going with you oh good you should be playing the field i don't know We've already established that I'm not a fan of any of the adults other than Rufus in this entire show. They no, but it was good that she like same. made it nonchalant about like, you don't need to have a date. That was definitely a good message behind it. I get that, yeah. 
I'm I'm okay with Lily so far in this episode, especially because she and Rufus are out together. Lily and Rufus forever. You want them to have more. I forgot about Chuck's dad and how they're stooping. And then I got really angry. I forgot about Chuck's dad and I was trying to figure out who that guy was. And as soon as they commented who it was, my brain went, that's Chuck's dad. But of course it is. I should have known that already. Like that clearly that's Chuck's dad. I don't know if it's the week away from Chuck or not, but I thought he got better looking. (laughs) Is it because his collars were down? Oh, honey. Oh, I have some concerns for you. (laughs) You're feeling okay. Put your arms above your heart. Actually looked decent looking. He was handsome in this episode, you know? Not as handsome as Nate. Oh, well, no, but I mean, no one is. You know, I know what it is. In this episode. It's because Chuck was the hero in an episode and then he disappeared for a while. So you've built him up in your mind. Wow. Yeah. I was so pleased to see yeah. him again. Um, so I was super excited to find out what Jenny would do after being Cinderella for real. Bloody. And I'm so glad she went. It made me so nervous when she accepted that bracelet. I recognized that the guy offered it and he explained just return it right back. But if anything happens, I don't know. It just, even in this, this situation, the store where the jeweler was like, yeah, we'll put it on Blair's account. You can just return it afterwards. It everything about that like I cringe like I was like oh my god she's going to lose it it's gonna be bad it's gonna break oh this is gonna be terrible there's still time for her to lose it I thought Blair was gonna like take it off of her wrist when she was like oh that's cute you think you get to go like I thought Blair was gonna like even more Cinderella her by taking the bracelet yeah um my only other thought Serena, when she was talking to Nate, when he was upset about finding the Coke, I'm assuming it's Coke, on, um, in his house, when he was talking to Serena and she put his hand on his arm, that was a friendly gesture. When Nate started fondling her hand, that was inappropriate. Like, okay, she's being friendly and comforting. No, no, you took it too far. Oh, she should not be a part of the scavenger hunt. This is a bad idea. There was a, a moment at some interaction, I don't know if it was with Serena and Nate or Serena and Blair, that my brain went, oh, Serena likes Nate. <laughs> like, she kind of had this, I don't know, air about her that made me, I don't know if she's uncomfortable because she's trying to be friends with Blair again and she knows that she betrayed her friend or if she is it because she's upset that dan had another girl potentially i I do think it was i do think it was a tender moment like until he like reached for her hand that he was very clearly like he needed someone and he had called blair a lot like he's upset he needs to talk he's being really vulnerable and she was being a really good friend to him i thought that was i even wrote down like what did I write? Serena gives good advice. Like she was really supportive mm-hmm. of him. Like maybe he wasn't ready to hear it. Maybe you need to say it more than once so that he knows to let you in. That was really good advice. Especially, so I'm wondering what if it's the mom's 
problem? What makes him so sure that it's dad? What if mom, because, I mean, I'm assuming he assumes it's his dad because his dad must be the one that's got the money, right? So he's assuming his dad's having money problems and that's why he's pulling all of um, his funds and stuff. So I'm wondering if it's mom, like mom now has a Coke problem to deal with her stressful life and she's draining the money because she like from Nate's account because dad won't notice because dad doesn't check Nate's account. So mom took the money. Ooh. That was what I was thinking. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. All right, Blake, who do you love so far? Jenny. Jenny Humphrey. What would Jenny Humphrey do? Be w a total boss bitch is what Jenny Humphrey will do. And who do I hate in this episode? No one really sparked any new hatred. So I'm going to have to revert back to Blair. <laughs> Just for the standby. Yeah. I mean, she's not being her best self. So she had a lovely moment with Jenny last time. And then now she's back to just do my bidding. Like what happened mm -hmm. to Jenny's, Jenny's moment, you know? Just it's a week old. All right over her again. Liz, who do you love? Let's see. So far, I believe I love Nate. Hmm because I feel for him. I feel like he's having a hard time. And I, I, I don't know, I feel badly for him. So I love him. Uh, and who do I hate? Blair. She's being a royal bitch to Jenny. Yes, she is. Among other people, but, and Nikki. I love Dan. I love Dan because instead of right away getting upset, at not being invited by Serena in the beginning, he he was going to play into it. Like he didn't get upset and say, well, I'm going to make plans or I'm going to go out with another girl. He was mature about it. Don't love how he lied about the paper or um, it being his sister when clearly it wasn't Jenny. But I feel like his intentions were better and more mature than that. Um, hate Blair. She is being a see you next Tuesday to Jenny because she is the HBIC. See you next Tuesday. She is the HBIC and cannot stand the idea of someone stepping up to her. And she is mm -hmm. using that poor girl and having the worst logic. I mean, with the whole soiree thing where she invited her, even though she was younger and that was okay. But now when it oh, works- Oh, and then freshmen Jenny, can't go to the masquerade. Oh, well, now they can't go, exactly. Well, you didn't really think you were going to get invited, did you? Well, obviously uh, she did. Yeah, you handmaid. I thought I was gonna be your handmaid at the party too. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, she's awful. <laughs> so second half of the episode we are at the masquerade thing Blair is angry with Nate because he's not fast enough finding her with all the little clues that she's left with her handmaidens Chuck is kind of going after Jenny and she's kind of seeming like she likes it Rufus kisses Lily to make Bart jealous. 
then we find out that Jenny's really tricking Chuck and she ends up taking his clothes while he's on the roof and Mm -hmm. piecing out so he's stuck up there Dan and Serena talk and then they kiss but Vanessa sees it she runs out Dan follows Serena's sad um Serena and Jenny change masks, which causes a whole debacle because now everybody thinks that Jenny is Serena. Nate basically professes his love to her, kisses her. Jenny runs away. Blair is pissed at Nate and don't know if they're okay. Dan and Serena say they like each other and they kiss. Nate's parents found the cocaine they're both saying it's not theirs, so they're assuming it's his. So what the fuck is that about? And then Dan goes home and finds Vanessa there, and it turns out they're okay after all. As friends. WWJHD. Jenny Humphrey is a badass. I was like, at first, I was like, does she not know that this is Chuck? This is not good. Oh, I immediately was like, oh, she's going to flip. Oh no, she's gonna play into this. Excellent. Loved it. Loved every second. Jenny. She was so smooth about it. And he ends up trapped on the roof without his clothes. (laughs) And then then Blair's like, I don't even want to know what you did to get that tux, but I kind of want to know what Chuck did to get new clothes. (laughs) I hope one day to be as smart as Jenny Humphrey. Hmm. Dan was pretty slick in the first half of the episode, too, getting the mask and using the name of the drunk kid. That yes. was slick. The Humphreys are, are pretty slick. Well, they I mean, are. look at who their dad is. He's amazing. Of course, the they're going to be great. Perfect specimen that is Rufus Humphrey. So Guys, I love Rufus. Take a, take a moment for Rufus. Uh, I mean, and he sits down with Lily <sighs> and talks to her. And says that he wants Bart to know what it's like to lose her. Just. Oh, Rufus. Oh. I need someone to send my husband little clips of Rufus. <laughs> being Rufus. Just be like. Dear Mr. Liz. This is what you should be doing. This is ideal. My <laughs> step guide of how to be more like Rufus. <laughs> I wrote in all caps, Lily and Rufus. I was I stopped breathing I when he kissed for you. her. Yes. I would have stopped breathing if he kissed me too. <laughs> she looked a little sad when he left at the end. I think she's having some conflicting emotions yeah because I think the maybe the reasons she's with Bart are not the right reasons it was a I think it was a secret right and then now he's got like some much younger girl with him And Rufus says, because beauty, he doesn't want you because beauty fades, but yours is holding on pretty tight. He should work for Hallmark. Rufus and Lily forever. Rufus and Liz forever. What the? 
Rufus and Lily. Rufus and Lily. <laughs> you mispronounced her name. What are you doing? I'm so sorry. Rufus and Liz. Um, I did. So Chuck had a good um, line to Blair when um, he said, if I were your man, I wouldn't need clues. And I was like, Which is exactly what we've been saying the whole time. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I like, I don't ship Chuck and Blair. I mean, they're both horrible and deserve each other, but like, they should be besties. Like they, I, I would, I would ship a friend. I would have, I would friendship that. He seems in reflecting, they seem supportive of each other. I don't know if it's just because he's Nate's friend and so she's kind of adopted him, but. I think they both are into the same superficial things. Like she was all about Nate finding her at midnight and instead of, and she was all upset, like you didn't even try. Instead of being like, hey, what's wrong? You didn't try. You like seem I was watching you, you were just standing there. Like, what are, is everything okay? She was upset. And I get like, if she put the effort, well, no, not really. If Jenny put the effort into that scavenger hunt, I understand <laughs> why she was upset that he didn't follow it. But you would think that if you loved and cared about someone enough, instead of being like, you ruined the scavenger hunt, you would be like, hey, what's going on? Or maybe if she listened to one of his like 20 voicemails, she would know that he was like upset about something and wanted to talk to her. Oh, or even if she at first wasn't answering his calls because she wanted to play into the game after a while, he'd be like, oh no, wait, he's calling more than usual. Something's up. Let's... Yeah. But she's, she's too focused on the superficial stuff, which is why she and Chuck get along. Well, and I would probably, no matter what, be a little devastated if I spent an entire night watching my boyfriend just stand there <laughs> instead of trying to find me like that like that's how she spent her evening she spent her evening watching him actively not try to find her that's true it would have I would have probably lasted like 10 minutes before I walked over to him like what the fuck what are you doing well she sent over those two girls to like hurry him along but also if he knows that the end game is sex that's especially awful if he's not trying to find her at all like he's any high school boy should be like tripping over himself Mm -hmm. in the scavenger hunt to try to get to the sex yeah that's just that's damaging at the masquerade like watching obviously he didn't play along as quickly as she wanted to but i I remember thinking in that scene, she would rather put him through the scavenger hunt for the find her before midnight thing instead of spending the time with her boyfriend. So instead of being like, hey, let's spend time at the masquerade ball together. She was all about the game and how it looked and her being the prize. I don't know. She probably expected him to find her a little quicker. Well, I mean, he should have, yes, but he wasn't going to find her five minutes in, so... I don't know. I don't understand the point of, like, you think the event would have been, like, the scavenger hunt would have been during the day to meet up to go to the masquerade ball together, but. Yeah, I think that's what I was thinking. Theatrics of it all, I think. Yeah, exactly. She was more about the drama and the theatrics than actually spending the time with him. Yeah. I'm Um, obviously not a Blair fan. 
I know I hide it so well, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna be transparent and let you know. Really, Chuck and Blair are your favorite characters. I mean, I just favorite to talk about. Yes. <laughs> um, I feel so bad for Jenny at the end there when Nate like thinks she's Serena and he confesses his love because not only is this her probably thinking that Serena isn't fully in on her, her brother like after she's just told Serena like trust me my brother really likes you and then she finds out that maybe Serena has something with somebody else and then also she's trying to be friends with Blair and so like this is like I get why she was just running away from everybody like I that's a lot to be in the middle of I didn't even think about that in terms of the friendship with Blair aspect but not hey my brother's into this chick that apparently everyone's about I don't know I didn't even consider that I feel like I'm not sure that it came across as as Serena would have had feelings for him as well. I feel like the way he phrased it was very much like, look, I have a thing for you. I'm going to kiss you if you don't stop me. Mm. Like, it wasn't like, we have this thing. You need, like, it was very much like, I still have feelings for you. I'm going to kiss you. So I think it, it would be, I think for Jenny, who doesn't know the backstory, it would be a leap for her to assume that Serena has feelings back. Oh, true. Unless like in off screen, Blair has told her, but I suppose Blair probably keeps it under wraps that her boyfriend cheated on her. Yeah. But also when Blair and Nate get engaged and Nate's apparently a Vanderbilt, they're what? talking about 17 year olds getting engaged. That whole conversation made me. I don't so- think he's a Vanderbilt. The ring was given to someone by a Vanderbilt. Oh, okay. Um, but also, uh, his dad couldn't even look him in the face with that yeah. Coke debacle. His dad it is, is shit. obviously my theory was wrong, and it is definitely dad's Coke. I cannot even imagine he's throwing his child under the bus. To be, to, to throw it on your child when it's your own issue is despicable. It's, it's but he's a drug addict. They don't think clearly. They're, it's just so awful. That's, it's such a strong addiction that that's it doesn't matter what they do or who they hurt or how much they hurt themselves it's that it's next coke it's not heroin well it's still coke yeah but it's, like it's not like it's cigarettes right but it's just like i i would have thought like i could see when he's when the wife finds it right and then he's like oh man it's not mine and then it gets out of hand when she starts assuming that it's obviously nate's right but then to be in the same room and see your son and to watch him get like, I get why he couldn't look at Nate, but I just feel like. To watch his heart break like that. Yeah. Like I would have thought that at that point, maybe he would have been like. It's mine. Or, or even if he doesn't want to say it's his, like then switch over like, 
oh, did Chuck maybe bring it over one time and you hit it? Like, Nate, like, I, I just, to just let it fall on your son, I just. But again, he's a drug addict, so. Or Nate. He's like gonna really need to right. he's not up. thinking logically because he's a drug addict yeah yeah and I, I suppose I would have just thought that seeing it actually come to fruition might have I don't know have you ever watched intervention those people can do some pretty awful things in front of their kids and they're not bad people they're just very much drug addicts yeah. Valid. And he's probably thinking like, you know what, my wife will forgive our son because it's our son, but she may not forgive me. That's true. Like I guess she did a decency and but she can't me. divorce our son, but she can divorce me. Yeah. Also, if you're trying to land um, the deal that they were trying to do with Blair's mom, like if you're trying to close that deal to represent her who's a Oh yeah, you can't person, be a coke addict. I was thinking maybe dress up appropriately for the party that she threw. They were the only people there not dressed up. And if she's in fashion, like maybe put in some effort to be like, yeah. hey, I can also follow a theme of a party. I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like at that point, it's you're not being dressed for the party would feel more awkward than being dressed for the party. Like you might feel awkward leaving your house, but then you show up to the party in regular clothes and you're like, oops. I don't match. Yeah. One of these things is not like so the other. This is going to be an interesting thing to see because to me, so far, Nate was kind of just like a side, not like a side character, but he wasn't the main story. And now he's kind of like, like if it. I need this to be the main story, the next episode. I need to know what's going on with Nate's dad and if Nate just goes and moves in with Chuck permanently because he pretty much lives there all the time anyway. So who do you love? Who do you hate? Rufus. I love Rufus and Jenny. I love the Humphreys. The Humphreys. I love all the Humphreys and I, uh, I hate, come back to me. Liz, who do you love? Who do you hate? We'll come back to me. I love Rufus with all of my heart. <laughs> Isn't Rufus forever? I hate Nate's dad. Mm. Nate's dad is shit for what he did. That is a horrible thing to do. To throw your own kid under the bus like that and know that your kid knows that it's you. Mm. To know that they're being betrayed. That's shit. Nikki. <laughs> I love Rufus. I think he should work for Hallmark and write every card ever. Um, I now want to find his non-existent album that in the show he created and just listen to it on repeat. Um, although Blake, I did like your response of like loving all the Humphreys. I agree. They are fantastic. There, I would like one day to meet Mrs. Mrs. Rufus to see if she's as fantastic, and maybe that's why she had to go away. She just couldn't live up to the fantasticness. I think, yeah, um, she's not as fantastic. So or she she's like so fantastic, she's on a different level. I don't know. Not possible. <laughs> you can't. You can't out fantastic Rufus. Who do you hate, Nikki? Chuck. 
So I liked your response about hating Nate's dad. And I contemplated changing to that for a second. I really did. But here's, here's my Can't thing. Wait to find out what Chuck did this episode. So Nate's dad is shit. He's a shit bag. But he's, again, he's a drug addict. He's motivated by self-preservation of getting the next fix and not getting caught. Not that I agree with it, but that's, that's his motivation as a drug addict. Chuck tries to rape a girl and doesn't even recognize her when he goes to hit on her again. She's wearing and, a mask, Nikki. You know what? Mm-hmm. She was that, a little unrecognizable. But everything, like he doesn't, he's so, like what's his motivation? Just to be an asshole? Like Nate's dad was an asshole, but he was motivated again through the lens of being a drug, drug addict. Mm. Chuck was an asshole for being an asshole. Yeah, that is true. He's just motivations are penile. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who do you hate? Um. Well, all the good ones were definitely covered. But I, I will, I will repeat the the Nate's dad. You're right. It's despicable. I can't. Nate's dad, you're shit. Yeah. Go kick rocks. Um, sure, I mean, he's gonna go try to do something with rocks, but it ain't kicking them. <laughs> Clever. Um, anything I need to say? No, no, just Rufus yeah. is perfect. One more time. WWJHD. Yeah, what would Jenny Humphrey do? Be a total badass. She would call Nate's dad out for his shit and leave him naked on the roof. Yeah, yeah. in roof. Honestly, suppression and punch kids. Nate in the face. Or kissing her like she's like boom. Uh, she I mean, she doesn't feel like a hitter. She's not a violent person. Yeah, she doesn't feel like a hitter. Love her, not a fighter. Mm. Look at how she was raised by that perfect specimen of a human. Right. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about the show and had a few laughs. If you liked this episode, don't forget to rate us. You can find us on anchor.fm slash lilygang and listen to episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at lilygangpodcast. Tell us who you love and hate in the comments. And check out our blog posts at pcgproject.com. You can also watch Blake edit episodes and give feedback on Twitch. See you in two weeks. For half a second, I thought that Jenny and Dan shared a bedroom. I was like, wait, do they share a bedroom? And then he closed the like garage door thing. And I remembered they live in a loft. Their loft is very interesting.